You're listening to Garden Master Ken Lane and the Top 10 Gardener Podcast. Welcome to the Top 10 Garden Show. And we are back with Lisa Waters Lane in the studio. She comes each week with your garden question. Just what are all your neighbors talking about in the garden? Like, did I kind of intro that well enough? Sure. Short and sweet. <laughs> hey, Lisa. Hi. Lots of holiday parties. Yeah. Lots of chocolates, fudges, mm-hmm. uh, punch. We haven't had any punch. No punch. No punch. People do a good punch thing. anymore. I don't know if people do punch anymore. I, I had a recipe for a for a punch for the Christmas dinner just going ah you can make it so light that you kind of like it's Kool-Aid basically and it's pretty because it's got fruits floating in it mm-hmm. although fruits and flies not good just fruits <laughs> <laughs> but do we have a punch bowl does anybody have a, remember know. everybody yeah, used to have a punch bowl in the day you had a punch bowl glasses what do they call those that special uh Tupperware stuff you get made out of glass you care you collect Pyrex. Like Pyrex. Tupperware. It's not Tupperware. <laughs> I don't know. Pyrex. We've got Pyrex. Pyrex. We do have Pyrex. We have a Dutch oven. How about that? Non-heated, just like a cast iron, big old mm. heavy thing that someone's going to knock over. We'll have to think this through. Yep. Or not have punch. Just have potatoes. <laughs> I don't know. Wine. I don't know. <laughs> Stick with the liquor. <laughs> Stick with the gin and tonic. There you go. So garden questions. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are people thinking about this sure. uh, as we come into true winter now? Yeah, that is true. So Aaron in Prescott Valley put in five emerald arborvitae this spring. He said they've been doing great, uh, doing well, growing. But now he's noticing some bronze coloring yeah. on them. He yeah. wants to know, basically, is that a normal thing for winter? Or is it something to be concerned about? Yeah, Aaron. So that is completely normal. Very, that's, I, I, I preach it like starting in September and October. Gardeners, fertilize your evergreens. Make sure you get them. Put 744, all-purpose food for two months straight, I say. Do that so that your evergreens won't turn this bronze color in, in uh, winter or yellow. Sometimes it turns mm-hmm. yellow. Sometimes it can be purple. It depends on the evergreen, but it's not unhealthy. It's no. pretty standard. Mm-hmm. I would say just... If you haven't fertilized, fertilize now with 744. It'll keep it from getting worse and it will green up faster uh, starting usually February, March. It's starting to green right back up and then it's right back out of it. So evergreens typically are not evergreen. There's a cycle of of different winter, different colors through the mm-hmm. season. Of course, they're 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 in spring, it's Kelly Green, bright, vibrant, soft, new growth. Then it goes into more uh, traditional forest green. Let's be more of a, I guess, uh, I'm, I'm just a man. I only have like one one description for green. It's green. So Kelly green, that was a stretch for me. So Emerald green. Emerald green. There you go. Emerald, <laughs> emerald green. There you go. And then it has this yellow kind of hue. Junipers can do the same thing. Kind of more of a blue, the new growth and green. And then purple. Uh, aster, same thing. It's got a broadleaf evergreen. So it's got kind of very dark blue-green foliage now. You'll have a purple hue to it as we get into winter. Then it has this bright green coming in spring. So it's not unusual to see your plants, if you're not used to four-season climates, Mm -hmm. to see your evergreens ebb and flow like that. Of course, deciduous plants, they're easy. 
<laughs> they don't have any they lose their leaves. <laughs> there, it's obviously a different season. They don't just right. change color. They they, they get vaporized. Mm -hmm. And then they come out with brand new either foliage or flowers. A lot of your spring blooming plants are deciduous because they need this rest to be able to generate enough energy to have that flush of growth. Mm -hmm. A few evergreens will bloom and have new growth. Like rhododendrons, hollies, magnolias. What is it? Indian hawthorn. Yeah. Help me out. Foxwood. Uh, uh, <laughs> put me on the spot. I'm going through the list. And I'm walking through the garden centers. I'm saying this on the airwaves. Going, oh, where are they? Yeah. So there you go. So to Aaron, not to worry. Perfectly fine. I'd say keep them watered because you said they were fairly new this year. Mm -hmm. Water your arbor, especially new plants, not just arborvita, but new plants. Water at least twice a month because it's dry right now. Yeah, I mean, if is. you dig a hole right now, putting some things in and it's, it's the, the ground mm -hmm. is dry. You want to keep those plants hydrated, that soil around it so that the winter cold doesn't damage or cause winter burn or winter tip burn, different names for it. But it's, mm -hmm. if a plant goes through a cold spell and it's dry, you'll get this damage to it. Mm -hmm. Typically doesn't kill it, but it sure makes it look ugly and you'll, you'll right. set you back a, a step next spring. So all those people that turned off their irrigation systems, I get it. But those plants still need water. Take a hose up, go yeah. all traditional, like your grandparents did. Drag a hose across the yard, water it by hand. Fill up. Here you go. Come to the garden center. Get a watering can, <laughs> fill them up, drag, schlep them over there, and then mm -hmm. water your plant. But it's gonna, it'll make a difference next oh, yeah. spring with your plants. Dramatic. I mean, it's dramatic. Yeah. Okay. Our next question is from Daniel in Prescott. He has a new home. The uh, contractors or the excavators do what they normally do, and they yeah. scrape the snot out of it. He wants to put some more native grasses and wildflowers yeah. flowers back on. It's a little bit of a slope area that he wants to cover. Oh, sure. So he's just looking for some tips and tricks to do it correctly the first time. Sure. Daniel, great question. First of all, let me just welcome you to the neighborhood. Welcome to God's country. I, I, I guess you're, I'm just assuming you're just fresh from California or Chicago or wherever <laughs> people come from, or maybe you just moved across the street. I don't know. Maybe. Welcome to the new house. It sounds fun. Uh, so typical to have construction scars, especially mm -hmm. bigger properties. So smaller properties, they just rock it over. Obviously you're dealing with a little bit larger piece. So you got some scars of construction out there. We've got two things and you want to do this during the winter. We've got a wildflower mix. And for you specifically, because you said you want to have wild grasses and wild flowers, I'm assuming you want them more native-y. Mm -hmm. We have an Arizona mix. Very, very good stuff. You could blend some of that with, because it's, I'm making some assumptions. Uh, probably you're on a bigger piece of property. and You're out there where the deer and javelina and rabbits are. We have a deer and rabbit resistive list. And you can blend those two flower mixes together. You want to put that on. Anytime between now and January be your kind of your peak window for putting wildflower seed down. We also have, and this is very interesting, we have a wild grass mix. So mm -hmm. we made a grass mix just for people like Daniel. So it's it's as you're driving down the road and you see wild grasses off to the side of the, side of the road, it's that grass. It's wheat grass and grama grass and, and, and blue fescues. We've taken all those, blended it so that you could revegetate that and be very native. It'd be perfect for that slope. So that you're going to want to do probably at the same time. I would say blend. I would say get a get a bag. 
shake and bake this thing. <laughs> put your put your wild grasses, put your wildflowers, mix them all together, spread them as evenly as you can out there by the end of January. Put a little layer of, of water's premium mulch. We screen that that compost down real tight. You know, keep the birds off, help you help you revegetate, help you get germination better, and you'll have a beautiful patch mm -hmm. of you won't see those tractor tires, won't be bald, it won't have a bunch of weeds and tumbleweed or whorehound. It'll be beautiful flowers. Mm -hmm. So how often would he need to water that? Ah, uh, you know, if, if you're really gonna do it, here's here's how we've done it in the past. You go down to Cal Ranch or or just your, your hardware store. Get a soaker hose, like your traditional, like half inch soaker hose, snake it around up and down that, that hill, turn it on. And wherever the wet spots are, put your seed and stuff <laughs> right there and it will germinate like that. And then water it, I don't know, every 10, 14 days right now. Mm -hmm. Maybe you, when you start to see seedlings coming up once a week or so, keep it evenly moist, but not soggy kind mm -hmm. of thing. These are wild seed. That's kind of how you'd approach it. And you will have... You'll start having flowers. They'll come up in waves. So the grasses will come up in waves and so will the flowers. So it'll start to come up and it'll be the poppies and then it will be the echinaceas. Then it'll be the galardias. It'll be this, this mixture's got, I don't know, over a dozen varieties of wild flowers made for here. And so if you're blending a couple of mixtures together, you have even more. And the grass has got six or seven varieties of wild grasses in it. So you'll see this pulsating wave through spring of, of beautiful new growth. Mm -hmm. And so main thing is it'll keep in, in when the monsoons hit, it'll keep that hill from eroding. Mm -hmm. And most importantly, you're right there exposed on a hill. You're going to have weeds blowing in on you. You will have weeds everywhere if you don't get on this. So kind of your timings midwinter to start wild patches like this. Then you're hopefully that helps you. Wow. Like that two questions. We're out of time. Yeah. Ken Elisa Lane, the mountain gardeners be right back after this. Okay. Maybe after the same white elephant exchange, it's time to start a new holiday tradition. A living Christmas tree from Waters Garden Center can be decorated and enjoyed for a lifetime, not just a season. When the holiday festivities end, gather family and friends and plant your tree together for years of enjoyment, guaranteed. As your family tree grows, have a tree grow with your family from Waters Garden Center in Prescott. You're listening to Ken Lang, a.k.a. the Top 10 Gardener. Ken can be found throughout the week in Prescott at Waters Family Garden Center. Listen daily as he answers the Top 10 Questions of the Week, streaming on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. 